You are listening to Seize the Day with Natalie Miller-Snell. During these podcasts, we'll be exploring all of the different opportunities that we get to seize the day on a daily basis and what tools and what changes we can make in order to grab those goals. Are you ready to make change? Hello, 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 podcast lovers. How are you all? I hope you're well. It's Thursday. I'm Natalie and you are listening to Seize the Day. Now... (laughs) Let me tell you what's been going on with me. You might hear in the background, my kittens, oh my goodness, I love them. I've actually had to put them out of the room because they are, (laughs) they're into everything um, and making so much noise. So you may hear a few scratches on the door or, well, crashes maybe, who knows what they're up to, but they're gorgeous. What else to tell you? I started my new job last week, which is great. So that's going to keep me very, very, very busy for the immediate future. We're all into a, a new routine, which is working very successfully. So I'm very grateful. And exercising, I'm back full strength into it. I'm so excited. Managing my food intake as well. And in two weeks, I've lost 2% fat, which is great because I did, well, let's face it, I did gain a bit over Christmas. So I've got a bit of work to do, but I'm, no, I'm, I'm really excited. It's going well. It started really well, which is great. So I hope you're all good too. Now, I've mentioned before I'm doing a a life coaching course, which I'm loving. It's absolutely fantastic and I'm thoroughly enjoying doing it. And I thought I would share some tips on how to achieve goals, uh, which I've been going through throughout the course. And I've written a unit on as well. So today's show is entitled Five Steps to Achieving Goals. Now, before we get there, it's really good to focus on what success means to each of us. Uh, Because that ultimately drives the goal achievements and what it is that we're trying to do with our lives. And success is really interesting since it means something completely different to each of us. History would have us believe that a person's success is measured by wealth, education, social status and career achievements. However, success is very personal and very individual. And it can be influenced by so many things as we walk through our lives, including perception, upbringing and the social environment. And our own definition of success will also continually change as we mature. And in some cases, we really might not be able to measure it, what we believe to be success, because it is very, so specific and personal and subjective uh, for us. So in order to define what success means, it's good to think about a few questions such as what do I enjoy doing and why? What things don't I enjoy doing and why? What are my strengths versus the areas of improvement? What makes me happy and what makes me sad? When am I most content? And a really great one, what motivates me? Is it material rewards, uh, status, creativity, perhaps uh, a purpose, stability, autonomy, or maybe the, you know, power drives us, what, you know, in terms of motivation. So all fantastic questions to ask ourselves in terms of being able to define what success means to us. Committing this to paper helps define it, prioritise and understand our view of success. Now, it's interesting, more often than not, we walk through life with no clear purpose and we perceive those around us to be more successful. And in reality, those individuals are successful because they are designing their future. They understand what it is that they want to achieve, they plan for it and they take action. 
However, it's really important to bear in mind that their success path may not be relevant or appropriate for us. So we need to be authentic to ourselves and not just look at somebody else and, oh, crikey, they're doing this. I should be doing that or they're doing that really well. That might not be right for us. So it's good to use their attainment as inspiration to push us towards our own goals and success rather than it coming from a place of envy. And it's worth remembering that we could already be really successful in much of what we do, but we just don't see it like that. So in those cases, it's actually really good to have cheerleaders around us or even get yourself a coach to help you recognise where you're being successful in order to help you continue to identify and define success and therefore plan and achieve your goals accordingly. Because we all have different definitions for success. Someone's idea of success might be getting back to work or starting a new venture after having a family, overcoming that feeling of inadequacy or anxiety even. Perhaps your idea of success is planning to be a CEO by the time you're 40 or 50. Or success for you is writing and publishing a novel, your first novel. So it's very different for every everybody. Studies have shown that success can be achieved through commitment, flexibility, planning and setting attainable goals. Anybody, anybody can achieve extraordinary things when focused, practiced and dedicated. As Matthew Said said, and I've mentioned his book before, Bounce, or rather he suggested in 2011, talent is not an innate ability. With practice, repetition, tenacity and resilience, we can all succeed at absolutely anything. There goes the kittens. So let's look at those five steps to achieving your goals. Now, when any goal is written down, it changes our approach, our motivations and our attitude. Now, for example, I I might have mentioned on these podcasts, I've got a whiteboard that I'm looking at in front of me and it's a real game changer for me because I write on here absolutely everything that I want to achieve and I, you know, I put it out as we'll go through in these uh, steps now in workable format for me to be able to move forward, progress and achieve my goals. So it's a real game changer. However you work, you might work on paper, you might like a journal, You might like a whiteboard, you might like things up on walls, you might be visual. But when you write your goal down, the key is writing it down and it changes our approach. The written word provides a clear, concrete plan towards success and achievement. So let's look at the five steps to achieve success. Number one is defining your goal. Now, when we define the goal, it's important that we are specific and we set a timeline. And that age-old acronym is incredible at a time like this. SMART, S-M-A-R-T. Specific, measurable, achievable, realistic and timely. We need to make sure we factor all of that into what is our goal. When, when, when do we want to achieve things? So, for example, I might want to be, um, and this isn't my actual goal, but just given a, a general idea, I could say I want to be a coach in five years. So I'm setting my goal. This is what I want to achieve. It needs to be measurable. It needs to be achievable. It needs to be realistic and it needs to be timely. So I've got my goal. Then item two is assess the obstacles. Forward planning, identifying obstacles, which may prevent us getting to our goals is really important. And these can often be referred to as barriers. So for example, in achieving a goal, financial items may become a barrier, not having the means to support the goal. 
or another barrier could be commitments. You, these could range from family commitments to work commitments to gym, social or all of it together. Another barrier could be setbacks and failure. Now, this is huge and this is really important as well because throughout any journey, throughout any kind of desire to achieve success and achieve our goals, we are going to experience perceived failures or setbacks. And failure is hard to deal with at times, particularly if we do not feel we have another solution to help facilitate the path. We may just give up. So that's a really important one to consider in terms of a barrier or an obstacle. And imposter syndrome. Many people feel undeserving of success or achievement. They don't feel like they belong, that success is not achieved through their own merit. Now, I think a lot of us can identify with that. As we walk through life, we don't feel that we we belong or that we're in the right situation. And I've spoken to many people on this very topic as well. So it's an important one to have in your mind as a potential obstacle or barrier because it might crop up along the way. And then the third part of the third step in terms of achieving your goal is to plan how to overcome these obstacles. So we've assessed them. Now we need to plan for them. Make up a backup plan of solutions to overcome the obstacles. And you might need to use some out-of-box thinking to to get these uh, solutions and, and plan for them. So, for example, the financial side of things. Dependent on the type of goal, there may be options for free support or there may be options for funding or sponsorship or something like that. So it means just getting out there to have a look around to see if you can find an opportunity to get that support. Or that it may be that the goal needs to be adapted slightly, perhaps set for a longer period of time, and then that comes back to the original definition being specific, in order to be able to secure funding to support the venture. Or you might have another creative way of coming up with it. But it's good to have, you know, how do you overcome that obstacle? Commitments. Now, we all have commitments in life and if you're wanting to achieve something outside of regular patterns, we need to be really clear on how we achieve that. So we need to break the goal down into manageable chunks and be disciplined with our times. (laughs) Allocating slots wherever and for everything. Now, I'm smiling, I'm just laughing. Social media, for example, gets in the way. So we need to be disciplined about switching off. For me, given an example this week, I've started at a new job. I had penciled in some time one of the evenings to do a bit of research on my course. Now, I knew at the back of my mind it was very unlikely I'd be able to do it. So first week back, I'd be tired and I probably wouldn't get round to it. And I didn't do it. Gratefully, I'd had a contingency plan and I've got other days booked in in case I didn't achieve that. I shouldn't have actually written it in there because all that does, and we'll come back onto it, or I'll come onto it in another point, is it gives you a sense of failure or I haven't been able to achieve something. So this goes back to being realistic in what you can achieve to make sure you're able to achieve it so you don't feel like you're failing. When we fail to achieve even the smallest things, this can have a negative impact on our mental attitudes towards the goal and its overall progress. So it's really important to make sure that we write down achievable, realistic solutions to overcoming an obstacle and breaking that time down into manageable pieces and being disciplined. And on the flip side, when we do succeed in our milestones and our targets, we feel entirely empowered. So it's really important to to get that right. 
one of the other examples of an obstacle I mentioned was setbacks or perceived failures. Now, it's always really good to plan for any eventuality when setting out steps to achieve goals. Failure or perceived failure is easier to manage when there is another solution there to help support us. And additionally, it's also worth recognising that a lot of the successful people in the world, be that friends or anybody that you watch, follow on social media or you admire, they've worked through a lot of failures in their lifetime to get where they are. Now, who is it? Um, Thomas Edison, he um, invented the light bulb. He's reported to have said he didn't fail a thousand times to invent the light bulb. He successfully made and invented a thousand light bulbs that didn't work. But that's a really fantastic way to look at it. And also so many people have so many setbacks, but they persist and they carry on. So it will happen. You'll get down in the dumps, reevaluate, look for inspiration elsewhere, carry on. And then the final item I mentioned in terms of an obstacle, imposter syndrome. This happens. And one of the first points I'd say in terms of overcoming this or having a uh, you know a, a, a plan to overcome this obstacle is recognizing that it is real it affects a lot of people and that will give you a sense of peace immediately reassurances are important and talking through what you've achieved in your life with family friends or whomever highlight previous successes will help reinforce that you aren't an imposter and that you are capable and that you are amazing and perhaps seek some feedback from trusted peers or colleagues or Folk who you trust who will help reinforce that, no, I can do this and I'm, I'm capable and I'm deserving and you're enough and all of that kind of good stuff. So that's the first three points. Item four in the steps to achieving your goals is setting a programme. Now, the programme must be realistic and that goes back to point one when you're defining smart, you know, smart, measurable, attainable, realistic, timely. It's got to be a realistic timeline. Failure is certain if an unrealistic timeline is produced and we are overcommitted. Just take my example about work last week. I knew that wouldn't work. If I had that constantly and I didn't achieve my goal, I would probably give up. So we need to be really realistic with the timeline. The programme needs to include a start. It needs to include completion dates task reminders, deadlines, however you set yourself up. And there are some incredible tools online on our smartphones, all of that good stuff to help remind us and, 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 you know, schedule out what we need to do and break it down into smaller bite-sized chunks. Now, I've mentioned already my, my whiteboard. I've got my ultimate goal written up and then I've broken it down into yearly, monthly, attainable, realistic uh, milestones that I want to achieve and that I know I can achieve. So however you do it, set up that program. And then finally, step five is following the program. Once the plan is in place, we should add every element to a calendar and follow the plan in sequence, celebrating all of the success at each milestone. That's really important. And it's also worth considering these following ideas in in order to help you push yourself forward. So use positive affirmations and mantras. Again, on my whiteboard, I've got a couple of key mantras and positive affirmations that I read and repeat uh, on a daily basis. Get yourself a mentor if required. That's really important if, you know, it help you focus and, and, you know, push you forward on your, on your journey. Remain adaptable and flexible. That's really great because if you can flex with things, it helps you overcome obstacles and still move forward. 
Focus on what's been achieved before. I've mentioned it already. Realize that you can do it. You are capable. You're brilliant. And maybe in that case, if you are doubting yourself, step away, chill, you have some chill time and then come back. And in doing that, seek some feedback along the way and learn from it. So, you know, we all learn, we all make some mistakes, learn from it and move forward. There's no harm in that. Practicing self-discipline, as I've mentioned, is really important and helps us feel motivated. And And rewarding those achievements and celebrating success is really important. In order to succeed, we must be prepared for hard work and the possibility of setbacks. We need to remain focused and be resilient to overcome challenges. And in such circumstances, as I've mentioned, focus on success stories, either personal anecdotes or those from, you know, Thomas Edison, if you need to. In spite of adversity, individuals push through, try and try again to reach their goals. Success does not happen overnight. Sacrifice, commitment and making time play a huge part. And we are able to achieve our goals. That's the beauty. There are examples everywhere and probably you have your own we can achieve it it's about being realistic with our time so to recap the five main points of achieving your goals are defining the goal number one define your goal be smart with it number two assess the obstacles try to bring out everything you could possibly think that might be an obstacle in you achieving your goals then plan to overcome those obstacles number three plan to overcome them Four, set up a program and break it down into, you know, decent size, small chunk piece of, you know, bits and bobs that you need to do. Set up your program and then follow through, follow the plan. Number five, follow it through and achieve your success. So thanks for listening, everybody. I really hope you've enjoyed this and I hope it helps. Or if you've got any other tips as well, or you want to share your success stories or you want to share well, it'll ultimately be success stories. Perhaps you've had some setbacks, but you've overcome them. Please get in contact. I'd love to hear from you. As always, my email address is nataliemillersnell at gmail.com. All of the other contact bits and bobs will be in the show notes. Uh, website is seizethedashday.com. Twitter is natmillersnell, I think. Instagram is seizetheday underscore today. Facebook. Oh, it's all it's all going to be in the show notes. So uh, yeah, get in contact and I hope you're all well. Uh, have a wonderful couple of weeks and I'll speak to you soon. Take care. Look after yourself. Keep well. You have been listening to Seize the Day with Natalie Millersnell. All contact information can be found in the show notes together with any links to websites I may have referred to in the show. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please pop over to seizethedashday.com where you'll find my other shows. And come and talk to me at Twitter or email me on nataliemillersnell at gmail.com. Thank you, thank you, thank you.